This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Dori Shafrir. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are the hosts of Forever 35. And today... We're talking about Club Med, the best all-inclusive getaway for families. Today, Club Med has nearly 70 resorts worldwide, from beachside resorts in the Caribbean and Mexico, to magical locations in the Maldives and Morocco, to ski resorts in the mountains from Canada to the Alps. Between their all-inclusive family programming, wellness offerings, land and water sports, and their French heritage-inspired food and drink offerings, Club Med is the best way to elevate your family getaway, no matter which location you're at. To learn more, visit clubmed.us. The biggest battle that we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will be interviewing individuals who have done that who have gone through the struggles, who have tried to create a reality and all that they could. And when all the odds were against them, they made the impossible possible. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo. And I want to thank you for being on the podcast and taking this journey with me as we go through and discover different avenues to break through those limits, different avenues to help you expand your reality so that you can evolve into the person that you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of The Mindful Experiment. This is your host, Dr. Vic, and Today's episode, I really uh, we're going to dive into a concept called mindfulness. Um, it's getting a lot of rave lately. It's getting popular. Uh, people are starting to utilize it more, and there's so many variations to it. And, and in the podcast, I started out talking a little bit about this. We did a couple episodes that that relate to 
mindfulness, but in this one, we want to emphasize a little deeper into more of the why behind why is, are we seeing mindfulness on the rise? Why are we looking and, and experiencing and noticing how people are starting to gravitate towards mindfulness, towards the this concept of slowing down and centering and, and all these different things like meditation and much more. And I really want to give you a backstory behind it before so you can kind of understand a little bit of why we're seeing such a rise. Because as you know, um, in the universe, nothing is ever created that is not needed. And so when this is coming up and it's starting to get really popular and starting to get into high demand mode, there's a need behind it. I've been doing mindfulness practice techniques for probably over 10 years, and it has radically changed my life. And I cannot tell you how much it has, but I'm a different person. I'm more centered, and I'm starting to – I've always had this lack of fulfillment within. And with the practice of utilizing mindfulness plus chiropractic and nutrition and exercise and all the things that factor health, the factors of health really – made me feel more or less um, lack of being fulfilled and truly fulfill, created more fulfillment in my life. And I truly believe in the society today, we, we have more um, people who aren't feeling fulfilled, more adults. And, and unfortunately, as the adults are not feeling fulfilled, what are we teaching our children? We can't teach our children to be fulfilled or at least give them an opportunity to know what that looks like unless we have it. And so our children of today are lack of fulfillment, and it's more of external stimulus of what makes them happy instead of what internally makes them happy. Now, I will digress. There are, you know, children uh, up to a certain age actually have an they're, they're connected in two worlds. So they have that spiritual aspect that they're in the spiritual world, and they're also in our physical world. And so they still, you know, have that happy joy in present time consciousness. But after around seven years old, that changes. Seven years old, the logic mind kicks in more. And now they start to harness and focus more being in the physical realm. And from there, that's where these things start to can exist. And so we're teaching. We're on the go. We're fast-paced, busy mindset individuals. We're just so busy, busy, busy that we don't take time to slow down and re reset. And I talked about this in my last podcast I released, talking about the word busy and what does it really do and what are you attracting in your environment. And we take it into today's podcast. We just It's just continuing forth with it. And we're looking at aspects of life of how busy have we become. Let's take a look at the cell phone and how we have all these notifications, emails, social media, video, text messages, phone calls, voice messages, different apps you use communication tools with, and, and so much more, scheduling and all that. We are glued to our phones and we use them for every little thing that happens. We are constantly connected, but we're more disconnecting from who we are. And so this is where the spawn and opportunity of mindfulness comes in. This is why it's catching fire here in America. Now, I, I will say mindfulness is really a big practice, and it's been a huge practice in places like India, Japan, China, and other Asian countries where, you know, Zao, Zen Buddhist, Buddhism, Tao Buddhism, you know, these type of things, um, Hinduism and different types of varieties of it, where they practice mindfulness in some sort. They use meditation as a guidance system to help them to stay centered in, this, in, in the present time. But in America, we've been so do-do-do society that we, we lose that. And like I said, this is happening all over around the world. I mean, I'm seeing more and more people I talk to about internet, my internet friends that live um, outside of America, out of the States. They, they talk about this also, how life's just getting a little bit more amped up. They're still way slower than my lifestyle, but 
at the same token, they're seeing it too. And that's why we're starting to see this mindfulness practice just very much needed in this time. And that's why corporations are leaning to corporate wellness programs and so forth that are practicing utilizing mindfulness techniques. Um, we do it ourselves in Empower Your Reality. We teach and do programs uh, for corporations and for, um, for individuals and group settings and group coaching on how to achieve mindfulness and how to really recenter yourself. So as we get more caught up in this busy lifestyle, not having as much time, the truth be told is as children, you have all the time in the world. And a lot of people will say, well, because they don't have much going on, they don't have responsibilities and all this stuff. Right off the bat, you can tell that conversation, that dialogue, that response really is someone who's not centered in the present moment. Because if you really center yourself in the present moment, you're not focused on all the things you have to do. You're not focused on all your responsibilities and all that stuff. You're just present on what's right here, right now, at that moment. And that's the difference. Kids truly are in the moment. And when you look at children who are in the moment, they enjoy something. They can watch a movie 10 times in a row and still never get bored of it. They can do the same thing. They can stare at a pencil and laugh and never get bored of it because they're in the present moment. When you're in the present moment, that's where bliss, peace, joy, stillness, and happiness, fulfillment all exists. And the thing is you have it in the tip of your finger. But what you're doing is for most people in the present moment, as you're focusing more on the future or you're focusing on the past. And here's how you know. If you have worry, anxiousness, anxiety, those are feelings, fear is another one. Those are emotions that are telling you, being aware to let you know that your mind is focusing more on the future. You're worrying about what is what can happen next. If you have feelings of anger, resentment, frustration, guilt, shame, those types of things, those are things you're focusing on that happened in the past. And your emotions will guide you towards that. And so it gives you an opportunity to know exactly where are you at emotionally? Where are you at? Your emotions are your guidance system. And I'm going to be uh, sharing a podcast talking about that and how you can use it. And then I'm also going to have people who are going to come on and interview them who are experts in this and be able to have nice dialogues with them and give you extra tips. But the key thing is your emotions are what guide you. So they'll tell you where you are. Now, here's the thing. I didn't mention the third one. What's the emotions of being in the present time consciousness? And that's peace, joy, fulfillment, happiness, bliss, stillness. Those are all the things, those are the emotions that know that you're in the present time consciousness. How many times have you felt that? How many times did you experience that in a day? You see, because no matter what happens in your life, if you're fully present, majority of the time, those are the feelings you'll get. And that's how you'll know. When you just sit there and stare at the sun and you just stare at how beautiful it is when it's coming up and just the, the rays of light that gives life to this earth and us and everything and so much more. And you can look at that and just be in awe and in bliss of how it's coming up. Or it could be eating dinner. And you're sitting there and you're, first of all, appreciating the food you have. But number two, you're taking time to chew it and enjoy it. And like, it's just a beautiful process. You take time to chew it up. You take time, really feel the textures, real feel the flavors rolling around your mouth, swallowing it, knowing that here you go, body, I'm giving you some good things to use up so I can keep moving forward. And it's really being that moment of just 
being mindful and knowing what's happening at that moment. It could be talking with your children and just really ignoring all stimulus and just focusing on them. And the beautiful thing is when you do that, they're energy beings. They pick up on it and they know when you're focusing on them. And so you can utilize these techniques and do them in so many ways. And I'm going to share a little bit of some things that I do. Um, and I've tried many different types of mindful techniques. And, and some of these are just – they just transform your life. And so I want to be able to share some to really help you in that process because let's face it. In the society today, the people I see in my office and I communicate with, the moms, the parents, business owners, ex- entrepreneurs, CEOs, executives, just the, day, the average person just having the nine-to-fivers um, and so forth. One of the things is they, they are all feeling like they just have no time. It's amazing how many times I hear, I don't have enough time. I can't. This is too much in my schedule. And I always joke with them, but sometimes it doesn't go well. <laughs> I always say, well, you don't have time. Well, you know, they say, uh, Dalai Lama said, if you couldn't find 15 minutes in a day to meditate, you're going to have to meditate at least for an hour. <laughs> it just tells us that your mind is too, raced, too racing, too much going on, too fast-paced, and it's not staying in a balanced state. And you just can't focus on slowing down because you're just in a survival mode of revving up the whole time. And the thing is, with mindfulness practice and the techniques that I'll, some of them I'll share, they're not here to slow you down. What they're here to do is actually make you become more productive and have more focus. When I speak at corporate well, corporations, schools, and so forth, when I'm, and do some of my speaking engagements, one of the things that I talk about when I bring mindfulness to the table, and especially meditation, is all I, ask the, I will always ask the question, do you want to have more focus and more productivity in what you do? As a, as a manager and a CEO or an owner of the business, do you want your employees to have more productivity and focus? How about as an individual who just wants to have more focus and productivity in their daily life? How about the stay-at-home mom that wants to have more focus and productivity? Everybody wants more focus and productivity. Now, I have never heard anyone say no to this. Even I, as focused and productive as I am, I can still use more focus and productivity. It's never – always looking for more and how I can focus more and how I can be more productive and get more centered, get more things done in a shorter period of time so I can enjoy more time doing the things with my family and friends and so forth. So I never got to know. And so as soon as they say, yeah, I would love more than interested to do that, then I tell them, all right, great. That's what we're going to be teaching today. I'm going to share with you mindfulness techniques and how to do that. I'm going to share with you stuff that's going to help you slow down mentally, be more focused, and get more stuff done. Period. It's just how it works. It's called the least the less, least effort. The law of least effort states that's the least amount of work you need to do to get the greatest gain possible. And when you do that and understand this law, you can apply this to your life and be able to utilize that law in a perspective to where how much is the least amount of effort I have to put in, least amount of effort work I have to put into things to get the greatest gain to be as much as more as much as productive as I can. So when we look at things like well, Doc, how can you be so focused on increasing your productivity when you're doing so much less work? <laughs> and I always say sometimes you're not doing less work. You're just being more focused. And if you look at the time perspective, it's less. So one of the first things that I highly recommend, and it's the foundation to mindfulness and this is something I teach heavily and train people with, is meditation. Now, there's a variety of meditations that exist. There's guided meditations, there's walking meditations, there's transcendental meditations, there's breathing meditations, there's focus meditations, there's uh, informal meditations like walking or eating, exercising, those types. There's formal where you take time and set it. 
sitting meditation. Yoga is a moving meditation. Walking meditation is another one and so much more. There's so many. So you may be sitting there for the first time going, hmm, meditation. Wow, you really mentioned a lot there. I always tell people, choose one that works for you. You know, and there's so many out there. Usually what I do is I recommend a guided meditations in the beginning just because our minds are so racy. They're so go, go, go. It's going to be very hard for you to slow down, just focus on your breath and breathe. Or ask one question and just sit in silence and be peaceful and wait for an answer to come. These are things that take some time. Or hearing a distraction every single time in a meditation. That's where sometimes a walking meditation, you'll have a lot of noises. Especially if you live in the city or a suburb area, you will hear a lot of noises that uh, come by. And how do you keep your mind centered? So what I usually recommend is a nice guided meditation. Now you can go on YouTube and put in guided meditation and you're going to find a ton of stuff that's out there. You can even find stuff that maybe there's an emotion that you're worried about, fear, worry, uh, anxiousness, anxiety. You can put guided meditation, anxiety, fear, and worry, whatever it may be. And you can go ahead and utilize that, and and it'll give you some stuff. In our notes, I will share with you what I share with my patients. There's like five or six different um, guided meditations I'll share. and Some of them are about depression. Some of them are about anxiety. And I always tell patients, it doesn't matter if you have it or you don't. That's not the purpose. The purpose is to help you recenter back to peace. And so forget the title. Don't pay attention to that. Just do the work of what it states, and you'll find peace. Then I'll share some. uh, There's two people that have massive, massive uh, YouTube channels and I share their channel because they have a ton of great stuff on there and they're great and uh, so forth. So I'll put those in the notes for you guys so you can connect and check them out. There's also an app called Insight Timer that I recommend. Um, it's great. It's primarily free for the most part. And there's a bunch of people posting guided meditations on there. You can find who do you like and you can follow them and work with them to create your own path of creating your meditation. So meditation is the the key, the most biggest thing you could possibly do. It's been the biggest thing that's transformed my life. And being a kid who's ADHD, you know, when I was a kid, um, I never was diagnosed. But when I look back at my life now, I'm like, oh, yeah, I was definitely ADHD. All over the place, couldn't focus, put a video game in front of me, dead on focus, dead center for four hours, no problem. Now I've learned in my life, I had to learn how to slow down. And I never really knew how. And as I've been meditating for over 10 years, I can tell you that has really played a big role in my life. It's helped keep me centered for the most part and allowed me to be very high focused, but even more importantly, extremely high productive. I can get a lot of work done in a very short period of time. So that's one of the biggest things that I highly recommend when it comes to mindfulness. There are other things out there with breathing. There are other things out there with um, there's yoga, tai chi, qigong. These are more of the movement types. But mindfulness really is just about being mindful of what's present. You can be practicing mindfulness when you eat. There are business owners or executives or, uh, that I would work with in my office, and I would talk to them about meditation. They're like, I have no time. I'm like, you're on the train. You got 20 minutes. And they're like, yeah, but I, I don't have no time. I have to get things done. I'm trying to wrap things up for the day. And then before I get home, I can see with the kids and be with the wife and then this and that and so forth. I said, do you shave? And he looks, I always get a dumbfounded look when I ask this. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, be mindful of shaving. And he's like, what do you mean by that? You're going to do a med- shaving with meditation. How? And I'm like, you're going to focus on every fiber, every fiber, every hair that you are shaving off. And it's going to be very slow. So you're going to add in a couple, two, three minutes into your shave. 
but I want you to be really slow and conscious of it as you're shaving and take your time and feel what does the blade feel like when it's going across the skin? What does the blade feel like when it's cutting the hairs and getting them to the level they need to be? How does that feel on your skin and the texture of all that? And that's the concept of what I want you to be focusing on because that is what you're going to be doing. And every time you're doing that, you're retraining and you're slowing down and having your brain center on something. In my book, in chapter 9, I talk about this concept of focus and that really what meditation is, is just helping you be a sharper and better at focusing. And so that's all you have to do. If you're going to eat, sit down and chew your food 40 times. I know moms had it right when they told me, hey, eat, chew for 20 minutes. And I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. I'll be very transparent. Um, this is one of my uh, biggest flaws is slowing down and eating. I don't slow down and eat enough. Um, I, I just plow through my food. Um, just go enjoy it. Like, oh, yes, this is great. Yummy. Yes, yes, yes. Get into my system and I'm done. And it's something that I need to – I've been working on on and off. And I need to get more centered with it where I just slow down and eat and enjoy. Feel the texture. When you're cooking food, you can do a cooking meditation, be cookfully, mindfully cooking, and you're just enjoying the process of cooking. I'm making this. You're smelling the, the flavors. You're putting the spices in. You're blending things together, and you're just so excited and just focusing on that and nothing else. Food tastes richer when you do that. I've known – I've learned this. It took over time. My mom's an amazing uh, cook. And, you know, what Italian mother is it? But one of the things is I can never – there are certain meals that she makes that I don't know how she does it. I've learned them. I've seen them a gazillion times. I've practiced them. And I just could never really perfect them. But then one day I just started to get, like, really joyful about what I was going to make. I was in the mood and I made um, – one was a salad. She has the best salads ever. Um, and then one was a, a, a pizza. And I was like, man, she just makes pizzas like nothing. And they taste phenomenal. She'll make them up really quick. No problem. We make fresh pasta. Freshly from scratch, no problem. Tastes amazing. I'm like, how the heck does she do this? I'll make it and I'll have a if and bits, and it's like, eh. And then when I started to realize, I watched her one day and I saw how she's just in a zone when she cooks. It's like her peace. That's her meditation. And I'll see her cook, and I'm just like, wow, look at it. She's just in the zone. It's all intuitive. Like she just knows what she needs to do. And so cooking since I was six years old, that's not hard for me to, you know, cook, make something. But I took time and I started to do that. I wanted to soak it up, take it in, make the salad, get really into the moment of it, feel myself. You know, sometimes we'll put fresh garlic in the salad and we grind it against salt and it just breaks it down really nicely to give it a little bit of a garlic. We don't taste it too much, but it just adds a little something to the salad and just taking your time and grinding and really just taking the moment to mesh that all together. Then we put the oil in a little bit of balsamic vinegar or we'll do apple cider vinegar and we mix that all in and we stir that in nicely. You know, a little bit of salt, a little bit of black pepper and we just get that all going and then boom, once we feel like it's ready, then we get the salad, we cut it up, get it ready to go, put it all together and just be excited to mix it all up. I, I've done that so many times now that salads come out absolutely amazing. And it's really about being in the mindfulness moment, being present and just doing the work and not forgetting, worrying about anything else. How can you do that with work? You can do that with work. Working at a computer, set a time aside, be mindful and just get the work done. If it comes to, and just focus on that and really ingrain and be happy to do it. If you're a student, Look at things when it comes to studying, doing homework. You can be mindful in doing these things. You're not focusing on what you want to do later and this and that. You're just like, let me enjoy the process. Because there comes a time where you're not going to be doing that anymore. There will be a time you won't have homework anymore, at least the homework you're doing now. And things are going to change. There's times I don't study for exams as much anymore. I mean, I do certifications and licensings and so forth, but um, and they have their exams, but it's not like I'm taking multiple exams at once. 
So you take your time, you slow down, you be mindful with the process and really find the joy in that. And that's going to transcend it all to be where you're not, you're, you're being more mindful. And now all of a sudden you're slowing down life. And what you're really doing is you're returning back to the nature of you as a kid. Life isn't so fast paced. You're not living by the clock. Life isn't taking control of your life. You're in control of it. And what I have noticed in my own life, what I have noticed through research and what I understand about the mind and neuroscience is that when you can hyper focus, you get way more done. When I wrote my book, I'll never forget. I, I would go to a coffee shop. Everyone's like, how long did it take you to write the book? Well, I wrote the book in 24 days. I mean, I, I did a, it took me 50 something days to verbally get it translated. And what happened was, is the translation wasn't the greatest and the wording was really off. So I was like, oh great, I just got to redo the whole thing. But I at least had concepts of what I was going to write. But what I would do is I would go to a coffee shop, spend two, three hours, and I would write and just write and write. And I get into the centered place. I have to get into a zone for a little bit. I get centered. And then once I was centered, I just get this feeling. And all of a sudden, it just starts flowing. And I just write. And it would be like two, one and a half, two and a half uh, chapters within one weekend. And, and I would, or I'm sorry, one day. And then the next day I go back, another half, uh, another chapter, half a chapter to up to two chapters. And literally within 24 days, I knocked out my book. Then, of course, there's the editing, the publishing, the marketing, and all the stuff that we've done behind it. But it, it was something that just flew because I was hyper-focused on my message and what I wanted to share. And the same thing can happen for you. When I was in chiropractic school, as I share in my book, I talk about focus a lot. And I talked about how, you know, they told you how you need to study for each class and how long it's going to take. Then the students would work together and they'll be talking about how much they're going to be studying and what they're going to be doing and what they're told to be recommended. And I tried that for a whole trimester and I was burnt. And I was like, this isn't working for me. So I was like, how can I become hyper-focused, learn the material, what I need to learn, get the big picture, take an exam and pass, but still remember some of the material. And so when I went through and I would study then, I figured out a pattern where I got hyper-focused. I calmed myself, centered myself with some meditation, some breath work. And then all of a sudden I would just hammer into the work and I get into the zone, as some people say. And I was in a high-peak performance and I would nail, get all the material done in an hour, in two hours. And next thing you know, I'm going to take an exam, pull in 80s. And I remember the material because I saw a bigger picture. I figured out when I was hyper-focused, I could see things in a different perspective. And I would see the whole connection. So it wasn't me just trying to memorize things just to pass an exam. It was actually trying to see how it all comes together. So then it, would, it just worked out and made it easier for me. I don't know how to, I wish I can train this. I don't know how to, but what I can do is teach you how to be more mindful. And I think you'll get those benefits from that too. So it really comes to slowing down your life and being mindful in all that you do with work and life. And you can do it again, guys. Meditation is the biggest thing. I'll have that in notes. But you can do mindfulness with walking, mindfulness with exercise, working on a muscle. You're focusing on the fibers of that muscle you're working to fire. If you do functional movement type workouts, CrossFit, Orange Theory, those things where they call it work for their full body type workouts, then you focus on the beautiful movement that you are having as you're going through the motions. You can feel yourself moving and you're in control and you just focus on those movements and being able to do that. So that's really what it comes to when it comes to mindfulness and practicing that. And I believe if you practice, I've seen it in my own life and others that I've worked with, if you take the time to do that work, it will transform your life. It will slow things down more. You will have more focus. You'll be a lot more fulfilled. You'll be happier, joy, and bliss. And you'll be able to live the life that you desire, that you want to live. 
So take a practice at it. And this is something that's going to take time, especially if you've never done stuff like this before. It takes time, guys. The first three to five years, I used to get frustrated because I can meditate really well. I can zone out. And that was great. I go into other dimensions and all these other things. And it was all cool stuff. But practicing on a consistent basis to really make a change in my life, that took some time. And again, I'm still working on this. I'm not perfect. And I'm not here to tell you that I do something and I'm an expert at it. And when I say I'm an expert, I, I have it nailed and there's no more learning or growth. Um, I'm always learning. I'm always growing. There's always something to fine tune and perfect. And so when it comes to my life, I'm always making sure that, you know, like I told you, eating, that's one of the biggest things I need to start working on more is to slow down with my eating and be more mindful. And then my digestion will be a lot happier. And then it breaks down foods a lot happier. And then all of a sudden, that's just my body gets those nutrients a lot easier and so forth. So just something to share with you guys. So keep, uh, hope you enjoyed this podcast. You know, we're wrapping it up here. Um, if you haven't checked out my book, Rediscover Your Greatness, I highly recommend to check it out. I talked about some of these concepts that we talked about today in there and a lot more. Also, um, we have a free one-week group, kind of like group coaching. It's really online coaching. It's just a, a tip of a day that you'll get from me. And it's really based on mindfulness. So definitely check it out. Um, go to empoweryourreality.com and you can go to classes and that will lead you um, to our page where our classes are located at the bottom. And check it out. It's free to you. There is no payment whatsoever recommended at all. And it's a great way to really use some of these tips to really get into that mindful practice. So check that stuff out. Subscribe to the podcast. Thank you guys again for listening. This is Dr. Vic on The Mindful Experiment. Keep rocking and rolling. Thank you for listening to The Mindful Experiment podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you rediscover who you really are, to break through those limits. For connecting with us on social media, please check us out on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash empower your reality. You can check us out on Twitter. Our handle is drvic21. And also check us out on Instagram. It's instagram.com forward slash drvicmanzo. And as always, if this show you found to be helpful for you, by paying it forward, and sharing this podcast with someone that you know who could benefit from it. And last but not least, if you liked the podcast show, please give us a review. Five star. We appreciate that. Thank you for listening to The Mindful Experiment. Helping you discover your infinite potential. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax with their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs. You can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.